Crossplay, our video game podcast here at thewhatnots.com. It is Saturday, May 16th, 2020, and you are listening to episode 26. Uh, coming up on today's show, we are going to be talking about the Unreal Engine 5 tech demo, the Ghost of Tsushima gameplay trailer, and how live streaming platforms are growing, but Mixer seems to be dead. All that and more in just a sec. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined, as always, by my friend Ignacio. Is it me or was that just the same intro? I mean, it's it's pr- pretty much the same thing, <laughs> except at 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 the start, I I used to say uh, where we get together and talk about all the video game goodness we can handle each and every week, right here. Blah blah blah. blah. I just thought it was a little too lengthy. <laughs> Yeah, so b- before we started, you said, hey, is it okay if I show them the intro? Um, it's just going to uh, say this, and then we just get right into it. And I'm, I'm like, okay, let's go, and it's just the same <laughs> intro. <laughs> it, it's, it's just that, like, one sentence. I was like, do we really need all of that? We can just say we're a video game podcast, and they know what Let me take out this one sentence there. <laughs> yeah. So we're here to talk about some video games but first yeah we ignacio how has your week huh? been uh i mean it's been both the same old same old but now we just got we just got our quarantine back let me finish oh. it we're going back again into quarantine the whole yeah yeah interesting the, yeah, this time it's the whole city going back into quarantine. Before it was just certain sectors of the city would be in quarantine or go out of quarantine. But yeah, they just realized that it hasn't been working. The fact of some places not being spike? in quarantine. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a spike, but it has been steadily going up. Yeah. So yeah, they just decided, fuck it. The whole city now is under quarantine. Yeah, I'm kind of expecting stuff like that to happen here in the United States. I think I saw something on Twitter right before we recorded that Texas uh, recorded like a record number of new cases or something since yeah. they, they started uh, like uh, opening things back up. So, <sighs> but, but that's yeah. what we get. So because of that, I to open things up prematurely. Yep, super prematurely in cases of some cities in the U.S. But yeah, because of that, I have been having to go to out more often, say, for the supermarket, buy stuff that yeah. we would need, or buying stuff for my grandparents, or I had to go get a haircut. This time there I was go. prepared to get a haircut. Last yeah, time, I... yeah, last time I, I went several months without a haircut because of the quarantine. Mm-hmm. Because the last time I got my my haircut was in San Francisco. And then w- oh, when everything was starting, that's when I felt like I should get a haircut. But I thought, I'd rather wait and go back home because I I just, like, there's a less chance of something happening back home that right here if I get a haircut. But then I got here. And... You had Ignacio the caveman. Man. For the past, ah, it wasn't months. that bad. Now we have Ignacio the smooth and suave. Yeah, 
Yeah, so when I got back, I just had to go back into quarantine for two weeks, and then they announced that the my whole area was going into quarantine. So I went without a haircut for several months. So now that I was able to go out, I decided, hey, I'd rather, I'd better do it now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. But yeah, that's been my week. I happen to also just get my hair cut. I got my hair cut uh, yesterday mm -hmm. on, yeah, today's Saturday. So I got, got it done yesterday. Uh, I lucked out, though. My roommate is a barber. Uh, so oh, he just had okay. all his stuff um, back there. So I'm super lucky. That yeah. Stuff. But okay. Ignacio, yep. I am halfway there. I am almost a real gamer. Oh, how are you still halfway there? <laughs> I'm still halfway there. I've I've finally gotten my gaming chair. Ah, okay. I, so, I thought you were talking about it. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Resident Evil. I'm like, how are you still halfway through the game? <laughs> no, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that in a sec. But okay, so your chair. I I yeah, I got my new chair. Uh, mm -hmm. it is super comfy. It's a chair from Corsair, the yeah. company. Uh, on top of that, I'm still working on building a new PC. I'm buying up all the parts. I'm almost done with that. I've had a bunch of the parts already come in, including a new mouse pad, a new mouse, a new keyboard, etc. But I've already plugged in all of the keyboard and mouse stuff, so I'm using it right now now and my keyboard mouse and mouse pad all light up with like Ooh. rgb lights it's really cool and i'm a sucker for things like that <laughs> so i'm having fun it looks so sweet but let's actually get to the video games this time i've still been playing resident Evil 2 i'm finally at the laboratory i'm like right okay at the end. so <laughs> And this is still your first playthrough, right? Yes. Still first playthrough on Leon. Mm. How is it that you can like play for hours and hours on other games, but this game that should take you, what, three sittings maybe? Still haven't beaten <laughs> one campaign? <laughs> I just, I'm taking it slow. I'm just taking my time. But uh, mm. but but yeah, so I'm I'm right at the laboratory. I got to there and then saved at the reception desk, and that's all I've oh, done. Yeah. So I don't I don't really have much else to add with that. I'm still mm -hmm. enjoying it, but it's still just like well, I also don't like horror stuff, so I'm fine if I don't keep if I don't keep playing it. Um, how do you think that the game has skipped the horror? outside of the police station um so far it hasn't been that bad there was one there's that section where you play as ada and mr x comes back and i was yeah. like i thought he was dead come on oh no, oh, uh, no. yeah so i i still have to deal with him um uh, but then X i don't give it to you yeah, XX, go and give it to me, that's for sure. Uh, I know in the laboratory you start to kind of discover... Well, there there was the, like, 
the, those mutated monsters in the sewers and stuff like that. Those were kind of mm -hmm. new, but they were just modeled after that one boss that wasn't that bad. Um, and then I know in the laboratory, there's supposedly like a new type of zombie, like a floral zombie. That's at least what the uh, walk Yes. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot like about them. Burn them. Yeah. So we'll see because I've, I've, I've not gotten to them yet. So why are you using a walkthrough? Doesn't that be the playing the game, discovering stuff? Uh, no, it's helping me because, again, I don't like horror stuff. So I kind of don't want to be surprised. You know, I, it's like, okay, I need mm -hmm. to go into that room, go get this thing, and then run back here. So do that one thing, and then it's fine. And it'll be like, okay, you walk down this hallway, there's going to be a liquor, you know, that way, or there's going to be something there. So be ready for those things. And I'm like, okay, that... That, that helps. At least I know what to expect. Mm. See, that just beats the purpose of the game. It's arguable, yeah. But I'm I, like, again, I, I, this is not a game that I would have played normally. <laughs> so it's just like, I'm, 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 I'm going to make it through somehow, some way, on my own. <laughs> And still, using a playthrough, you still haven't beaten the game. Not yet. Taking it. God. What about you? Though? It's like you you finish a room and then like you're like, okay, that's it for tonight. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> you kill one zombie. That's good enough. It's like okay, I, can play I did it. it. I survived one night. <laughs> <laughs> God. What about you, though? What have you been playing? Uh, the same old stuff. Uh, I've still been playing Predator Handing Grounds. That's still as fun as before. Still has a problem that it's difficult to find people to play with. So, have, yeah. Have they been I, talking about that on Twitter? Yeah, but the thing is, I don't know if... I'm guessing it's because of the general area i am because since it's an online game they have to pair you with people right on your region so i'm guessing if i were say in the us i probably wouldn't have this problem i don't know though gotcha. to be fair yeah that so sucks. It probably yeah it probably has to do with that so yeah w whenever i i play i know that it has to be when i when i have the time to actually just leave it there looking for a match like if if i don't have much time to play i'm not gonna play predator because mm -hmm. i don't want to just sit there waiting for a room i have yeah. to do it when i have more time especially since i if i enjoy playing as a predator so i'm usually just selecting the playing as a predator option so that means just sitting there waiting for like 10 minutes for a room i gotcha yeah, but whenever I get to play, it's still so much fun. That cat and mouse game of finding mm -hmm. all these soldiers, figuring out how to take them down one by one. And yeah, it's still fun. I still will keep playing it. Good stuff. The other one I've, I've still been playing is Final Fantasy VII, the original. 
I would say I'm about halfway through the game right now, which is so much further than I thought I would get into an old school Final Fantasy game. There you go. Like RPGs aren't my thing at all. So I'm surprised that I made it at least halfway through. I still want to keep playing more. I'm I'm enjoying the story. I'm enjoying how I get more context about what I saw on remake. More right. context for for the people's motivations or hey, this is the backstory about what you saw there or this is actually what happened when they told you that something happened. Yeah. So I'm I'm really enjoying that. Okay. And I yeah, and I think it it helps. Uh, taking advantage of the of the like gameplay additions they put into the game, like speeding things up or basically god mode. Right. I've been using those, so I think that helps more because I <laughs> I've been avoiding random encounters. Gotcha. Because they, it, the game just gives you the option of of turning that off, turning that off. So I've let me ask you this because I've. I I know they have those options in there where you, where you can turn off random encounters mm-hmm. and you can basically make it so yeah your like l- limit break thing is constantly up. Yeah. How does that work exactly for boss fights? Because I feel like you would still be under leveled. Yeah, it's under leveled, but as so long as the boss doesn't kill you in just one blow. It's not a problem because you are still vulnerable. Vulnerable. It's right. just that what the God mode does is that it, whenever you lose health, you then after that will recover health, and also your limit break just keeps getting charged con- constantly. Right. So that's what it does. What it doesn't do is that it doesn't revive your dead your dead uh, teammates. Or your dead characters. So, okay. yeah, that's kind of like one of the downsides of playing with God mode, and especially playing without random encounters, is that you won't level up to the level that you should be. Interesting. So, yeah, you run the risk of if you just simply go without random encounters, you will end up being so under level that, yeah, the boss will kill you in one, in one attack. And... Because we had Corey the other day here, and he talked about how he wasn't able to finish the last boss because of being under level and because of using card right. mode and yeah. basically doing the same as I've been doing. Bunch he mentioned that. It, yeah. Hey, I feel bad because of it, in a way. <laughs> That's why I, I once in a while I just turn on random encounters and just let it happen. Yeah. I, but yeah, I, he, I guess it kind of forces you to like. Okay, today is only gonna be about leveling up, and I'm just mm-hmm. gonna turn on random encounters and run around in circles. Yeah. So, like I said, we had Corey, and he mentioned that he wasn't able to finish the last boss because of being under leveled, and mm-hmm. he mentioned that he wished he he had more Phoenix Downs, which is the item that lets you revive characters. So what I've been doing is that I I've, I've been spending most of my money buying things downs whenever I get the option. Gotcha. I don't buy I don't buy much many things else as other other than that. And I haven't used one, so I'm just piling them up. 
but yeah gotcha. yeah i'm i mean i'm enjoying the game and i think as someone who doesn't enjoy rpgs especially or old school jrpgs much mm-hmm. i think it does help being able to skip everything every random encounters and speed up your the game speed it does help a lot to just get the story because that's what i want at the end of the, of the day cool um speaking of rpgs the other game i started was i picked back up ac origins Assassin's oh. Creed Origins. yeah okay i picked it back up so i mentioned before that i had played some of ac origins before right. but because of the rpg nature of the game i ended up just dropping it because i got to the point that first of all it, it wasn't assassin's creed to me because the other games weren't like that you would just play through it but now ac origins introduced leveling leveling up and with that it brings also the concept of being under leveled for certain right. missions and certain bosses. So that ended up dissuading me and I ended up dropping it. So I, for whatever reason, got the, like, I wanted to start playing it be- again. I wanted to give it another try. And I feel like this time, at least I can go back to it with another set of eyes, with another expectation. Like, I'm not expecting it to be the Assassin's Creed game. Right. An Assassin's Creed game like the ones that came before. I'm just taking it as it is. As it is an RPG. And right now, I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying playing it. I haven't played much of the story, to be fair. I've been doing a lot of side quests so that I don't end up with a situation of being underleveled for something. But yeah, I'm still going through it. Okay. That sounds good. That sounds fun. My one complaint, though, with the story is that I feel like the story just drops you in, in the middle of something. Like, I started playing it, and you were already back on a revenge mission, and you already had your targets. You knew, he knew as a character what to do. And I felt like they just threw you in without telling you much. And to the point that I, when I started it, I thought that, hey, maybe it didn't restart the game fully. <laughs> maybe this should have been something before this. I, I kind of don't remember it like that exactly. I, I, I know he was the Medjai. Like, he, he was the, like, mercenary police person thing. Like, hey, I'm here to help out, you know, and do all of mm-hmm. that stuff. But, uh, it, it, it well, it it seemed like he had a mission, like he had a purpose, but we didn't yeah. know exactly what it was. And then well, it's through all the flash backs and stuff that we see. It's like, oh, like his kid died and was murdered. Now he's after those people, which I remember that part kind of coming like finalizing or at least being like okay that makes sense now six to ten hours in Mm. something like that i might be wrong it was it's it's been a long time since i played well because i I had already played through all that i remember that there was this story bit that he was with with his son and he accidentally killed him because of this 
group of, of people that wanted something of him, and then he went he went on a revenge mission. So knowing all that and going back to the start, it just confused me because I feel like I started with the revenge mission, and it was so weird. Just like, and the game didn't tell you much of why or or who or who are these people, and it wasn't until like one or two hours later that the game for the first time lets you out of the animus and you get to meet Lila. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's my only I, complaint so far. I, I ended up re- really liking that story. That one, mm-hmm. despite the gameplay p- being more RPG stuff, I really loved the story of that one. Yeah. I mean, so far, I don't think I haven't gotten much of the story yet. Like at most, I got out of the of the or starting city or town mm-hmm. where you meet your old friend, and then you meet another friend that I don't feel adds much to the overall story. So I still don't feel like I've experienced much of the story to say if I like it or not. In that sense, you'll get there. Hopefully, I mean, people keep talking about how good AC Origin was, and especially the story and how it mm-hmm. tied back to the assassins oh yeah so i'm looking forward to that well let's move on to a little bit of housekeeping if you guys did not know we have multiple podcasts here at the whatnots uh all sorts of stuff for you guys to check out you guys can find more information on our website, thewhatnots.com. And if you like what we do, patreon.com slash thewhatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You guys can get episodes early. You guys can get some exclusive content, uh, all sorts of stuff like that. would also like to give a big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier. So thank you, Sam. For helping us out and keeping the mics on we appreciate it tons sam's the true goat here it's great indeed indeed uh speaking of exclusive content we actually melissa and i i i, I are working on some exclusive content for one of our other podcasts uh the reactor core which we've kind of let go dormant for a little while so we're hoping to bring that back uh very soon i think we're going to be watching the new movie the the scooby-doo movie oh nice yeah i think we're going to be i watching watched that. it last night oh nice why well, i think if you're free next thursday i don't know what your schedule is like but we're going to be recording uh, a cast i should because oh. next thursday is uh what do you call it uh, what did I forget the word? Uh, holiday. Holiday, holiday. For you guys? Yeah. Okay. Thursday and Friday. Yeah, so I could probably do it. Okay, well, I, I will keep you in the loop because I think we're going to be watching that in the next couple days here and then recording a spoiler cast on that. That's where we'll also be like, hey, we now are working on some exclusive content for the reactor core. But it's yeah. good. It's fun. Be on the lookout. That is housekeeping. Ignacio, 
Let's get on to the news of the week. Let's go. Okay. Number one on our list. Let's talk about that Unreal Engine 5 tech demo. Yeah, uh, let's talk about it. I, I, so there's kind of a big, long, explanatory thing you guys can find on, on, you guys can find on unrealengine.com. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it was pretty lengthy and goes into a bunch of details and terminology that I think is just going to make people's i don't i don't know what that is i but who 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 cares so (laughs) let's get down to the nitty-gritty uh the one thing the 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 two things or three things that i do want to mention though is that the demo previewed two new core technologies that will debut in unreal engine 5 the first of which is nanite which is a visualized uh, micro-polygon geometry, uh, which frees artists to create as much geometric detail as the eye can see. Um, The second of which is called Lumen, and is a fully dynamic global illumination solution that immediately reacts to scene and light changes. So even that stuff is kind of like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> um, but it sounds like ultimately what they're tr- trying to do is make this, make the graphics as realistic as possible. Something that you would see in like Avengers and g- 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 game. Yeah, like basically that. it it's that it it will look more realistic even during the presentation that they mentioned how they will start approaching more into the photorealistic yeah uh aspect yeah and it 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 looked beautiful yeah i know (laughs) it looked gorgeous i even got the i got to watch it on 4k and that looked nice so beautiful yeah, I I think I was watching the kind of funny reaction stream mm-hmm. that they were doing. It, it, I mean, it, it looked good on that, but that was still com, com, yeah compressed and all of that stuff. Um, yeah, go go check this out. It's a pr- pretty short dead dead demo. It looked beautiful, and mm-hmm. I know they weren't showing off a game. Damn, did that not look like a new Tomb Raider yeah. or like a princess of Persia so, mm-hmm. something? Like, I want to play that. That looked so much fun. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they took the concept of the of the tech demo and turned it into something. Because it did feel like they at least have like created something, mm-hmm. like a concept at least for the game. So I wouldn't be surprised if they took that concept and just expanded on it. At least give me that, like, lying section. That looked mm. fun. Yeah, and what's interesting about it is that... So it later came out that the tech demo was supposed to be playable during GDC. And that's so wild that yeah. people would have been able to play a 
PS5 game, a truly next gaming game. Well, and like, it, again, not game exactly, but just the, like, yeah, here's I mean, if you can made. play it, if you can play it, let's call it a game. Yeah. But yeah, no, it looked so pretty and so nanite and lumen. What it sounds like is that lumen will be the usual, make colors more realistic. But then nanite, what's interesting about it is that uh, Andy Cortez from Kind of Funny mentioned how it now what what artists have what what artists have to do right now is that they have to create a high poly like say they create an object they have to create it in high poly and low poly for one game what he mentioned was that with this now they won't have to create a second poly version they will just create the one because Nanite will be able to process all the all of it yeah that that and saves so, cool. so much time mm -hmm. so yeah it is interesting how they are innovating technology to make things easier not only prettier, but even easier. Yeah. Because now that as things get prettier, they also get more complex, which also means more work. So it's nice that at least this would offset that. Right. Exactly. I think that's exciting. Uh, but then they mentioned the release date of Unreal I I Engine 5, and they said that it will be available in, per in preview in early 2021, uh, and in full release in late 2021. Um, yeah. And it will support next-gen consoles, current-gen consoles, PC, Mac, iOS, and Android. And they yeah, did also it's... mention that Fortnite will be moved to Unreal Engine 5 mid-2021. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like that we'll still have to wait for what we just saw to be actually real. Mm -hmm. If it comes out 2021, you have to guess that third parties will have to wait until 2021 to actually start creating something with Unreal Engine 5. So Which it means... will still be ways away. Yeah, so that like 2023 at the yeah. earliest, maybe? Mm -hmm. Something like yeah. that is when we'll start saying some, some big stuff there. Uh... But then, like, as a, another news section thing coming out of Unreal Engine 5, Epic announced that they are waiving the royalty fee for Unreal Engine g g g g g games on their first $1 million. And a lot of developers Ooh. were freaking out about this, because this is amazing. Yeah. Um, I mean, Epic... They... Because of the success of Fortnite, Epic now has this... Now they can just do things that will, in the end, cost them. But because of the success of Fortnite, they still have this huge pile of money so that yeah. doing something like this won't affect them. They'll make it up so, so, somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I, I, I think that's fantastic. And that's not only for Unreal Engine 5. I think that's for the current stuff, too. Um, oh. so. yeah, <laughs> I'm wrong on that, but that's what it made it sound mm -hmm. like. Because in, in the thing, they did not specify that uh, it had to be on Unreal Engine 5 to do all of that stuff, but who knows? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's so weird how Fortnite is financing so many so many things. Like Fortnite is making this happen. Fortnite yeah. is also helping that the fact that the Epic Store has a better money split with developer developers. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Wild. Yeah. Wild stuff, but it's cool. Video games are cool. Yeah, they are. Speaking of cool yeah. video games, let's talk about Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, we got a brand new Sony State of Play this past week, uh, which revealed a lot of gameplay for Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, so I pulled a couple bullet points from an article, a wrap-up that Jonathan Dornbush published on IGN. Uh, the first thing that I wanted to point out was the guiding wind mm -hmm. of this stuff. What do you think of this, Ignacio? Because so many games, especially like the Assassin's Creed or like the Ubisoft open world style game, there's just icons and all sorts of things. There's question marks and all of that stuff just riddled. On you on your map, or in yeah. you know on on Skagarin. and I think it was like a month or so ago, maybe. Um, news came out that Ghost of Tsushima wasn't going to be doing that. It was going to be more contextual. Mm -hmm. Some people were like, eh, "I don't know, I don't know how I feel about <laughs> that." Um, but then, in this state of play, they mentioned the guiding wind. That kind of whenever you wanted, you could almost kind of summon this gust of wind that will blow in the direction that you need to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think about that? I mean, it's cool, especially yeah. it fits a lot with the aesthetic of the game and the general setting of the game to have the guiding wind. And yeah. it's not only wind that. Not, it's not that only that that they implemented into waypointing. They also added the what they show was that even animals will show I, you the way. Yeah, and that was so I cool. That's such a cool so concept. Cool. Yeah, Amazing. it's such a cool they concept. Have, they they have like boxes that will show you where, uh, like I don't know what to call them, like a little temple or, sh or yeah, sh shrine, shrine or anything yeah. of interest. Just, yeah. They showed a bird flying next to you and showing you the way towards something of interest. Yeah. And that was so cool. I think. It's su that's, such that's, an innovative way. Like I you don't see others doing something like this. But yeah, I, I mean, what I wonder is that, especially with the wind mechanic, how reliable will it be and... Will it always be helping, or will it get to the point that the wind is just not helping at all? I just wonder. Yeah. Not um, like blowing right, blowing you right into a mountain or a rock. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I feel like they've probably gotten it to a point where. It's pointing you in the direction of like your main mission. Right? I'm, it's just a, I mean, a compass, and then they'll use the like birds and foxes to show you where all the side 
missions are. Yeah, I mean, I, like I guess that. not not pointing you towards to the rock was what I meant. What I meant is like, how will you sometimes not be able to really tell where it's pointing you at? That's oh. my request. Well, yeah, I guess. I'd... Yeah, because it's it's still win. It's win. So they, especially, so they also announced that this is getting a photo mode. Um, and I bring that up to say that in that photo mode, it has options for particle eff effects and stuff. Do you want this type of leaves falling in the background and stuff like that? Mm -hmm. And when they showed the guiding wind feature, it looked like a similar thing where there were leaves and stuff that were blowing in the wind. Like, mm -hmm. oh, if you go that way, the same direction as these leaves blowing in the wind knows but we'll have yeah. to wait and see no. i yeah we'll have to wait and see i think that's a a really cool concept though so i cannot wait to see how that works out but they also showed uh some of the combat we've mm -hmm. kind of seen a little bit of before yeah um but they said there's like the samurai style play, which is more of like you have different sword stances. Yeah, uh, that, that was cool. It reminded me, reminded me of Neo, which I yeah. think also has uh, different stances. Yeah, or, so it's pretty or, cool how how they doing that. Or or like the Yakuza games where you have different stances. Yeah, that I mean certain. Powers and not quite like, like that. that. I would say more like I don't think it will make you necessarily fight differently. Like yeah, I mean, in Yakuza, you would have the I don't know fast style, the regular style, the brute style. I don't think it would necessarily be like that. I, I do think it would have to be would have to do more like guarding and which angle you slice your opponent. Yeah, it, it, that's. That's kind of what I'm thinking too, but I like I think you're gonna have to switch back and forth yeah. between styles to defeat certain enemies. Like, oh, here's a big guy, so I'm gonna have to use snake stance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's and, very martial art. Artist. Yeah. So. I mean, to change your stance depending on your opponent on whether you want to favor defense or attack. Then they showed off some of the stealth mechanics in the ghost style play, uh, which is probably the way I'm going to play. Yeah, I like stealth stuff like that. Reminds, However, reminded me of Batman or the Arkham yeah. games. Yeah, exactly. I so the the one thing that I didn't like in this, which I know is kind of the story of this game. They were like, or you can take a more stealthy thing here and be a dishonorable g ghost. Mm -hmm. Like, well, why do I have to be dishonorable? I don't well, want to be dishonorable. That's the whole <laughs> I just story. Be a ghost. But, but yeah, yeah, that, that's that, that's that's the whole story. You're supposed to be a samurai and get mm -hmm. revenge on all of these people, but you are the one. I don't know. The I like lone that. survivor. Yeah. You are the ghost. Seems like you are 
kind of taking some dishonorable tactics. Yeah. That. I actually like that. Like, how do you want people to know you by? Do you want them to think of you as this hero or as this monster? I really like that. Stuff. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, the combat it really looked interesting, especially because to me, I I really like stealth games, and it the biggest reason why it reminded me of Batman was that you actually have more tools at your disposal while doing all this stuff. They showed off firecrackers. You had the bow. You had the these like windpipes then that would distract your enemies. Mm-hmm. So I really like that it wasn't just go in and slice people. Yeah. It looked good. Yeah. It, it looked good. That's sure. Uh, next up, let's talk a little bit about the outfits and armor. It looks like there's going to be a bunch of different outfits and stuff, and depending mm-hmm. on what outfit you're wearing, it will kind of affect your stats or, like, how you play. So this outfit is geared towards someone who likes stealth versus yeah. that outfit is geared towards someone that likes to be a honorable samurai. Yeah, I don't see it being leaning that much into RPG. Like, for example, with AC Origins, each armor type or weapon type would give you different stats. I don't see it being like that. Maybe it will be more... It favors more stealth rather than it gives you x amount of boost to your stealth stealth stat well it 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 might like i i i don't know they they it like i i i don't think it's gonna be like an in-depth thing of like oh this outfit has like plus three stealth and you know mm-hmm. the, the you know all all these like extra stats and numbers and Stuff like that. I think it'll just kind of be a general yeah. thing. I'm assuming those are going to be upgradable, but I don't know. Of like, hey, if you found one that you like and you want to play that one, maybe you can upgrade it. So what, what 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 I'm thinking is like maybe you can get a stealth suit or something at the start of the, the game, but as you progress and get other stealth suits, those ones might mm-hmm. be slightly better. Um, but it's not, you know, like, it's not going to make much of a difference, but it's still just, like, enough of, of, like, well, maybe I like the one I got at the start, but this has a better stat. Yeah, I don't know. Thing, so, who knows? We'll see. Yeah, hopefully for me, I would rather them not leaning too much into micromanaging stats. Same here. And rather just make it something more general. Yeah, same. Yeah. If it, it it looks like they're streamlining as much of that as they can. There's the mm-hmm. whole thing of like picking up resources and stuff like that. Like you did, like it, it looked like they didn't even have an animation for that. And instead, it was just like you hit the button and it collects it, which mm-hmm. I'm fine with. Like you don't, you know, you don't need to like micro manage stuff in that way. You can streamline it. That, mm-hmm. that 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 helps. But lastly, um, they said that they have a Japanese voice track as well as a cinematic mode. 
which is a black and white film grainy style that 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 look like a Kurosawa movie. Yeah, I think both of those things sound fantastic. Yeah, it's really cool. I I kind of want to play in the Japanese voice track. I don't know if I would like the cinematic mode. I feel like I yeah. would like it for a little while. Yeah, it's like, always more of a novelty to me. Like yeah. maybe I'll tug it in for a couple of minutes. But the end of the day, I don't have that, I don't know, love for black and white modes like so many other people seem to have. Mm-hmm. So it's cool that they have the cinematic black and white mode. But it's not yeah. something I will personally use. But I do find interesting that they added a Japanese voice voice track. Yeah, I think that it makes sense for the game, especially how Absolutely. like ambient in Japan it is and how Japanese it is. It makes sense, and I do think that I will probably end up playing with a Japanese voice track. Yeah, yeah. The one last thing that I want to say about the cinematic mode is it mm-hmm. it it seemed like a major mode i, I guess I, I don't know if that's the right way to say it but it it that would make like environmental cues like they would have to do something besides color to do that stuff yeah. you know where you you have the like uncharted thing where it's like oh the ledge is white and climb on that one yeah, I mean, probably it's in black and white, they can't rely on color. Yeah, yeah, but probably what they would end up doing is that it, they will just make it brighter or whiter. Potentially, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's not the way I'll play it, so whatever. So, uh, you guys should go check out that state of play if you have yeah. not already. And what do you think of the state of play? Because it's something really new for Sony. They haven't really done these deep dives, especially using the state of play name. What do you think? Uh, I like that they have it. I like that they're doing it. I like all the information that was revealed in this particular one. Mm -hmm. It did seem a little slow. In in that sense. Like they... uh, well, I mean, not that I wanted things to move faster, but it it, it was just very mellow. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I get why they did that. It's just an overview of the game, and they wanted to showcase these different things. Yeah. And, I mean, <laughs> it thematically would make sense with it for it to be slower and what they did with it, I, I think. Yes, I like I. I'm just thinking about more in the terms of like entertainment value. Mm. Like it, it wasn't very entertaining. Sure. If that makes sense, I I think they could push that a little bit more. Like don't go over the top, 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 but it worked out fine. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's their first time doing something like this, so I do expect them to maybe perfect it at some point. They'll get there. Yeah. But I, I mean, personally, I did really enjoy it. I think that 
Sony taking something like State of Play and molding it into different things. Like, it doesn't have to mean one thing. It doesn't have to mean the showcases we've gotten where they show multiple games. It can be something that they can use for just one game and to go in-depth into one game. And I I really enjoyed the execution overall. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think they did a good good job mm-hmm are you? moving on to number three Wait, in our stories oh before we move on one more thing yeah no i wanted to, to talk about this week in general for sony okay. i think that sony had a good week this year this sony had a good week <laughs> this week <laughs> i mean okay. even if especially comparing it to what we got last week with inside xbox we even talked about how that last inside Xbox was kind of like, uh, I don't know, Microsoft throwing a bunch of missing. And I said that now it was a chance for Sony to, I don't know, get counter-attack, do something that will put them above. And I do yeah. think that we saw that this week, with the, especially with the showcase on Unreal, Unreal Engine 5. Mm-hmm. Because last week, we didn't get much anything that that looked next-gen. Right. And now Sony came out and showed something that really looked next-gen. So I do think that so- Sony had a good week this week. And it was able to take advantage of how Microsoft dropped the ball. Yeah. And with Ghost of Tsushima just showcasing the power that Sony has with... It's whole stable of exclusives. Yeah, when when the demo first came on, that was the like the the first thing that I tweeted out. I was like, "Holy moly! Now that looks next gen. That's looking fantastic." Yeah. So I mean, it 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 looked like they had some kind of deal with PlayStation. We know that Unreal Engine will work on Xbox Series X. And all that stuff, but mm-hmm. it looked like they were kind of going out of their way to not say Xbox. Well, yeah, they, no, they, especially they said Xbox once. Well, especially since an interview came out later where they talked about whether or not Unreal Engine Five is working with Xbox, mm-hmm. and they said that it isn't work, or they haven't tried, or something like that with Xbox Series X. So in a way, they're making it sound like we are not worrying about Series X. We're worrying about the PS5, and we want it to work right there. And I thought that that was interesting. That good, yeah. good, good to know. I mean, we all know that it has to work with the Series X, and we know that they must have yeah. tried. They actually must have tried with the Series X and have developed the Unreal Engine 5 with the Series X in mind. But I find it interesting that they came out and said, we are not worrying about the Series X. We are actually working on the PS5. Yeah, because I, in the article that I pulled from up top, it says it will be supporting next-gen consoles. Mm-hmm. So it will get to it. But they were like, yeah. let's start on the PlayStation 5. 
Yeah, they'll get to it, but for now, we're just saying we're working on the PS5. But yeah, Sony had a good week this week. They did. Mm-hmm. Let's switch gears to Xbox a little bit. Uh, we got some news here from Xbox, Xbox's Phil Spencer, uh, who says that 2021's g- g- games are more likely to feel the impact of the pandemic. Uh, this is coming from an article on U.S. Gamer written by Matthew Olson, who writes... In a Business Insider interview from last week, Spencer explains that games in the final stages of development have certain vital assets locked down, and that those planning to release about a year or more now may not. Quote, through the summer, early fall, I feel pretty good. Good about those games, says Spencer. Games that we're targeting a year from now or beyond, there'll be some impact, but they'll be able to react. End quote. What do you think about this one, Ignacio? Sadly, it is true. I mean, it makes sense that for this year they they are okay because games coming out this year would probably be on their last stages of development right but for whatever's coming next year there's no way that they had enough ready like mocap or orchestras or voice acting mm-hmm. yeah i mean it sucks and especially because next year would be the first of the next gen so we'll most probably impact next gen on their start. I mean, it sucks, but yeah, that's the reality. Yeah, it's um, like I, it's it's an interesting thing because I think we're gonna see similar things happen in all sorts of different industries, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm I'm sure we're gonna see it somehow impact the movie industry somehow, some yeah. way, um. I I read a bunch of my comics digitally, and so I use apps like Marvel Unlimited and DC Universe. But both of those apps are six months to a year behind the newest comics, so mm-hmm. they haven't really been affected yet. Of like, oh no, new books are coming out. So, like, I'm assuming in a month or two. Year, there's there's gonna be it's like okay no more comics for six months yeah. on these apps um and it, it looks like a similar thing is happening to the games it's yeah like, no well, just kind of stuck here there's, there there might be a a year or so where it's like well there's there's not much happening yeah no even for tv in my case like the TV shows I've watched, specifically the CW superhero shows, yeah. have been able to put out some shows lately in quarantine. But now they got to the point that they already got to where they had already f- filmed and they don't have even more. And they came out and said that the next season's 
will probably start next year when they usually yeah. start like towards the end of this year and yeah i expect it to be similar to what will happen with movies because we'll just get to the point where no movies were able to film this year so that means no movies will be able to come out next year right. and now yeah. this with video games no games will be able to record mocap or in-person voice recordings or whatever equipment they need to be in a physical place outside that that means that they can do it this year which will affect them down the line right mm. sucks yeah it sucks it's gonna be interesting to see what happens move on to number four though uh animal crossing is the best-selling switch game in japan this is coming from James Bachelor at GamesIndustry.biz, who writes, Animal Crossing New Horizons has sold just shy of 3.9 million copies in its home market of Japan. That makes it the best-selling game of all time on Nintendo Switch, passing a previous record holder Super Smash Bros. Ult Ultimate uh, and its lifetime sales of 3.7 million that's according to Famitsu's monthly sales data provided to GamingIndustry.biz, which shows Animal Crossing was the best-selling game in April with 1.29 million copies sold. Animal Crossing is having a great time right now. They, they, are, they are killing the game. Yeah. Right they, they had a thing last week that i think we kind of touched on we kind of mentioned they sold 11 million copies in 11 days that's a mm -hmm. million copies a day yep holy moly that's wild that is insane mm -hmm. and yeah, yeah and now in in japan specifically it is the highest selling switch g g g g game of all t time good mm -hmm. on them <laughs> good on them i mean it, it makes sense why the game is making so much money because yeah. now everyone's stuck inside and fewer games have been able to come out so in a way it has been the perfect storm for new horizons in a way yeah. however messed up that is but i mean it's true you also know that animal crossing has been banned in china did did did, did you hear that not that I remember. It was like two weeks ago, I think. Uh, they banned it in China because a bunch of people were staging protests. The, like, free huh. Hong Kong stuff in Animal Crossing. Uh, they did not like that, so they, they were like, all right. No, they didn't. No Animal Crossing for anyone. And then I think nope. the week after that, they banned all online video games. Like, all right, you guys can no longer play online. Mm hmm Yeah, that's <sighs> what happens when you have a totalitaristic regime in charge. Yeah. Crazy mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I did another. Crossing is still 
coming out on top. Mm-hmm. Right. Speaking of some other big pl plans, let's talk about Ubisoft. They had their, like, fourth quarter earnings call type of thing. Fourth? Uh, they're the, for their, like, fiscal year. Let me open up this. Oh, uh, yeah, it would make sense, though. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't pull the top of the article, but let me let me read that anyways. Uh, a rocky year of delays and lowered revenues for Ubisoft is finally over, with the publisher releasing its its Q4 and full year financial results today, while looking ahead to a more pr promising release date. Release slate, and this is also coming from Rebecca Valentine at GamesIndustry.biz. They go on to write uh, what I thought was the interesting piece, the, the, inter the interesting head bit. Ubisoft is, cu is currently planning to release five AAA titles, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Watch Dogs Legion, Gods and Monsters, Rainbow Six Quarantine, and one more unannounced franchise. Uh, three of those, including Assassin's Creed, are planned for Q3, uh, while the uh, uh, other two are planned for Q4. That means we're going to be getting them kind of end of this year, early next year. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. I thought this was the interesting tidbit out of this thing. Um, I... I I guess if you want to know the numbers, Ubisoft is kind of down 7% uh, <laughs> for their Q4 fiscal and down, what is it, 38% uh, year over year for their net bookings. Yeah, so, no, it, it makes sense. Makes sense. Because... They delayed a whole a bunch of stuff. Yeah, no, and, and 2019 wasn't a good year for them. Like, they released fewer big games than usual. And even then, like, they had stuff like Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which people didn't like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2019 was, a, like, a down year for them. But I think end of 2020, early 2021, we're going to see a lot of Ubisoft titles. Yeah. What do you I don't know think? how much about... 2020 necessarily well i mean we're getting assassin's creed yeah said three of these are planned for q3 yeah i mean we'll see about that like and especially especially in the scenario where next gen gets delayed till next year like Yusuf has come out saying that if the console releases get de de get delayed games will get delayed for example, Watch Dogs sure. Legion, I think is one of those games. Yeah, I, I, so I don't know. I we'll see imagine, how it ends up being. I would imagine Assassin's Creed, Watch Dogs, and Gods and Monsters are maybe the ones that they were hoping to release by the end of this year. Mm -hmm. um, I think Assassin's Creed is a lockdown. Like, they will get it out this year. Coming out, yeah. But as, as for Watch Dogs and Gods and Monsters, 
I do think that maybe it's more up in the air depending on the next-gen consoles. Yeah. And Rainbow Six Quarantine, we'll see about that one because of the name. Exactly. Itself. Exactly. Um, but what do you think this uh, 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 unannounced franchise is? Uh, it could be anything. I don't want to get my hopes up. Like, I, I would... For me, if you told me which way, which franchise do you want it to be, I would say Splinter Cell. I love Cell games, and I think that uh, a Splinter Cell game now would be great. It would it would be better than what came before. But yeah. other than that, it could be many things. It could be Rayman, which I think has a big big chance of being. It could be Prince of Persia. Which I don't think it's very likely. Could be a or sequel could be, to Mario Rabbids. Could be that. Could be just another Just Dance. Yeah. It could be that. What well, they they call it a triple A title. I don't. I mean. I don't know. I yeah. don't know if you can really they... say Just Dance is a triple A title. I guess it is because it still kind of sells. Yeah, it's everything, right? Yeah, that's but where it gets. You know. I don't know, yeah. but yeah, if 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 it was up to me, I I absolutely would want a new Splinter Cell. Mm. They've been teasing it a lot this past yes. year or two, so I like. I want it. I want want to say that that's the one, but I don't want to get my hopes up. Yeah, I mean. It- We've been saying for years that a new Splinter Cell game will come out, and it hasn't happened yet. So I wouldn't get my hopes up. They keep teasing it. And they keep doing nothing. Ah, I know. Mm, yeah. Elf hands are... <sighs> we have it rough. <laughs> okay, last but not least, let's talk about some live streaming. This was a story that I saw watching in inside gaming video mm-hmm. they, they covered the, the, the story yeah i didn't know I about this baffled i was like this is wild so apparently this past week or so uh stream elements released a kind of state of the union for mm-hmm. for streaming a state of play how to speak <laughs> Um, and this covered a bunch of numbers of like, hey, what are the numbers for live streaming? How many people are using Twitch? How many people are using X? You know, all all of that stuff. Um, and it was really fascinating because they had so in in total the industry growth. Over the past year, has been ninety nine percent. That's overall. Overall, which yeah. is incredible, uh, and mm-hmm. that is f- from April twenty nineteen to April twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, in April twenty nineteen, total number of hours watched on any streaming platform, or at least these like top four. Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Mixer, uh, the hours watched was 1.971 billion. 
And then in April 2020, it was $3.934 billion. Again, that's a 99% increase. That's wild. So for Twitch specifically, April 2019 uh, was $750 million mm-hmm. hours watched. In April 2020, one point four nine one billion. Yeah, and it has the asterisk that it's just gaming. Doesn't include just chatting, music, and everything that's not gaming. Right, yeah. And so that was a 98% growth on Twitch. Amazing work, right? Except we have YouTube Gaming. Which in April 2019 was uh, 279 million, and in April 2020 was 461 million. That mm-hmm. is 65% growth. Let's move on to Facebook here. Uh, in April 2019 was 86 million, and in April 2020 was 291 million that's 238 percent growth i hate facebook but holy cow that's a lot i mean i don't even ever think of facebook gaming Uh, yeah i don't but then here's the here's the kicker here's the wild one mixer in in april 2019 had 37 uh yeah. No. Uh. Well. No. It, yeah. it can't be thirty-seven thousand million. Thirty-seven thousand million. It was thirty-seven. No. Thirty-seven point zero forty-four million. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, and then in April twenty twenty, was thirty-seven point one oh six million. Equaling Jesus. to be a 0.2% growth. Jesus. So my question to you, Ignacio, is Mixer dead? I mean, was it dead before? I think it, it, it is exactly the same place it was. It has ever, always been. Like, just there. I mean, it's, it's been steady. It like it's been just there, and then in mm-hmm. in the report that they published, they did something for uh they had the numbers up for March, I believe as well. Let me see if I can pull those up. Um, in but yeah, yeah well no from, this is from incredible. March twenty twenty to April twenty twenty, they grew fifteen percent. What over a year? Point zero two. So that's nothing. They've been fairly steady. No, and what's even more mind blowing is that, if I'm not mistaken, they got Ninja after yeah. April. Yes. So they signed so that Ninja did nothing. an exclusive contract. Uh, they got Shroud on an exclusive contract. And that Ninja did has nothing. a fraction. Of his following that he had on Twitch, 
and the numbers have not gone up. Now, Microsoft, similar mm -hmm. to Google, kind of has a track record for not really sticking with everything that they put out there. Don't know yeah, how Windows phone works. Yeah, I mean, that, or Zune. Yeah, that lets it some. Yeah, sure. I mean, that uh, those at least lasted some years. But I don't know. I mean, for Mixer, it felt like Microsoft was actually trying to make it something. Mixer yeah, has I, been a thing for years now. And then last year, they came out buying rights to all these streamers. Like, it really felt like they were trying to make Mixer a real competitor to the other platforms. But yeah, that, that did nothing. It seems like it hasn't done much. And I, like, I, I don't necessarily think they're dead yet. Mm -hmm. But I, yeah, I don't think this is the numbers that they're looking for. We still have some time. Like we, st I, we still might give it a year or two to see mm -hmm. what happens. But that's, yeah, I was like, holy moly. I, I, yeah. I was not expecting. Yeah, and I, I mean, I hadn't, hadn't even heard of this story before you brought it up. Yeah, so wild. It seems to be kind of underreported, mm -hmm. um, but it's it's an interesting, interesting story, at yeah. least. Facebook two hundred thirty eight percent. Who uses Facebook for gaming? So the thing is, you mentioned that for Twitch specifically, it has an, an a, 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 a asterisk. Mm -hmm. That has the like, this number is only for g g g gaming, and then it has a second number for everything, right? Um, Facebook doesn't have that asterisk. So mm -hmm. This is not, well, I would say it's not only g gaming, but then the it's right in the title there. It's Facebook gaming. Yeah. I mean, so, I do sometimes see Facebook suggesting me people streaming games. On their platform, they they when Mixer signed Ninja and Shroud, YouTube signed some people, and then Facebook mm -hmm. started signing people too. And then I think Twitch signed a couple. And I also know that there were some people that left Mixer after they were getting Ninja and stuff like that because they said mm -hmm. that on the back end they seemed like they had changed. Like, they were not as supportive. They didn't seem as focused on these smaller creators. And now that they had yeah. Ninja, like, well, sorry. Yeah, I mean, Ninja was supposed to be their secret weapon against yeah. all these other platforms. Mm. Interesting stuff. Yep. But... That about wraps us up for our major news stories. Let's get on to our new and notable section. Jingle worked on that one. Yay. There we go. First up, Paper Mario the Origami King is available on Switch July 17th. Did you Which get to is see interesting. the trailer? Yeah. It's interesting because... Like before that announcement, 
we didn't know much about what was next for Nintendo. Right. Like Nintendo has been quiet all this year. And I mean, at most, we knew Xenoblade was coming out soon. Mm-hmm. But other than that, we didn't know anything. Nintendo didn't hold a, a proper direct this year. So, yeah, it is interesting that they just came out randomly one day and showed this new Paper Mario, which was rumored. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, they announced it, and it's supposed to release on July 17, which is just a couple of months. Yeah, it's very soon. Uh, it is the same day that Ghost of Tsushima is coming yeah. out. So... Mm. We're going to have a lot to play if we are interested in both of those. I know I am. I haven't played Paper Mario in a long time. I haven't played it it, ever. But I know that the last two Paper Mario games people didn't like. Mm -hmm. Um, So we'll see what this one does. They had an, an interesting looking combat system that people are kind of confused on. Yeah, because it looked like something uh, a combat revolving around circles. Yeah, it 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 sounds like it's gonna be this like circular puzzle like combat mm-hmm. where the enemies are on the like you're you're on a platform in the center, and then there's yeah. like concentric circles going out of that that can rotate, mm-hmm. and it looks like the object of the combat is to line up as many enemies as you can to do the most damage so instead of only damaging one bad guy you can like line them up and attack them all that way Mm -hmm. yeah it looks interesting confusing but i'm sure about interested Yeah, I mean, I, and I, I bet when when it comes out and we get to play it, it won't be that confusing. I think because I mean, now we've only seen maybe two, three seconds of it. We don't yeah. get it as much. Yeah. But maybe I, I think when it comes out, we'll get it. But what I think is most interesting here is that since Paper Mario is a thing, a new Paper Mario is a thing, that probably means that the rumor of all these old 3D Mario games coming to Switch is real because they those two rumors came together. Yeah. And that's pretty exciting. Exciting. Is exciting indeed. I hope it happens. I hope they do somehow get to make a direct be like, hey, it's Mario's 35th birthday. Yeah. There's all these old games that you know and love because that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Next up, Mafia Trilogy Remastered has been announced. 2K hinted at another announcement for May 19th. Ignacio, have you played the Mafia games? I've only played three. And even then, I I didn't play it all the way through because I ended up getting bored with it. It felt just too repetitive. I gotcha. I Mm -hmm. haven't played any of them, but... These ones are kind of like GTA clones, right? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I know that they're pretty well received. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that people like them, and so 
that's why when this like announcement trailer dropped a lot of people were excited about mm-hmm. that night like it looked really good yeah it looked um, so pretty I, i've never played them that might be something i eventually check out mm-hmm. yeah i um, think so i mean and what got me more excited to play them was that they came out and said that it won't be just an abreast version it will right. be kind of more like uh not even a remaster but a remake in a way that's more like what they said. It won't just be newer textures. They will be changing stuff up. And sounds like it's gonna be more of the like Resident Evil yeah. style of. And it looks so remake. pretty. The one Different shot good. we got it looks so pretty. Yeah. So. Uh, next up, what the golf is coming mm-hmm. to Switch on May twenty first. This was one of the launch titles for Apple Arcade, um, and a lot of people loved it. I think yeah, it no, was... it's a pretty good game. Yeah, I, I, it's I, so fun. I think it was on Mick's top ten list, if I'm not mistaken. Was it? Did he play it? I don't remember. Mick loved it. He did. I remember that. Yeah. I mean, I remember. I talked about it. Do remember if he? Maybe did. I'm mixing things up. Maybe. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, World of Golf is a really fun game, but I don't see how they will translate it into a Switch because World of Golf was so dependent on a touch screen. And granted, the Switch has a touch screen, but you have to figure, you have to guess that they had to make it playable on dog mode. Probably. So I wonder yeah. how they'll do that. But yeah, I mean, the other problem I have is that I saw the price, and I thought it was a bit too expensive. Uh, I didn't have the price written down. How 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 much? Was uh, it was at least twenty, if not more. Yeah, you can get that on Apple Arcade for like five, six bucks. Yeah, I was I was gonna ask, is it still on Apple Arc Arcade? No, I don't know. If it I is, think. then. Yeah, just get it on your phone. <laughs> yeah, phone. if you have the option, I would say get it on the phone with Apple Arcade. It will probably play better like that. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's what we have this week for New and Notable. Let's get on to our last section of the podcast and do our upper runners. Number one on our up and runners... Our uprunners, Arnold's character from The Predator is coming to Predator Hunting Grounds, LC. He played a character named Dutch. Yeah. He'll be making an appearance in that game. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And they actually got Arnold to record new stuff for the game. And I thought that was pretty cool. Chopper. <laughs> Yeah, and what's interesting about it is that it's going to be kind of like story DLC, but the problem there is that the game doesn't have a story at all. So what I got was that apparently they will introduce kind of like voice recordings for Mm -hmm. his character. This is supposed to be his character set after the movie. So apparently you get to unlock some of his voice recordings. So you get the story like that. 
And I thought that was pretty cool. What Dutch has been up to since the movie. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't know. I've never watched the movie, but... Yeah, that's certainly what what it will be. And I thought it was pretty cool that they got Arnold to do new stuff for it. You're going to have to watch the movie now that you you, you like the game. Yeah, no, I, I, I've been thinking of watching it. I just don't know when. Maybe tonight. Maybe Scarpino in a couple months. I don't know. Proud. Mm. Nick Scarpino would be pr- proud. Yeah, he would. <laughs> uh, let's see. Smash Bros. Ultimate is not gonna be at Evo this year due to online performance issues. Those cowards. And, I mean, so cowards. I tell you. I think it was last week we talked about Evo going all digital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for uh, obvious reasons. Yeah. Because of that, they were like, well, sorry, no Smash Bros. Ultimate because <laughs> Nintendo, your net co- co- code sucks. Sorry. I really wanted to see them and try. Would have been so funny to see I mean, professional Smash players having to deal with the online of the game. Would have been I so funny. Really just, I mean, I know there's been some kind of pushback from Nintendo of them being like, we don't really want Smash Bros to be like a tournament game thing. Like they, 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 they didn't like. Don't they though? I mean, they do, <laughs> and they, they don't. Like I know they for a long time didn't like people making money. Mm, yeah, off, but I mean, off of it. I mean, melee has been an evil classic for years now, yeah, and then but Smash. They didn't like and... it. Like uh... N- N- Nintendo didn't like that they were doing that. I mean, that sounds more like, hey, if you don't want us, we don't want you. Yeah. I mean, but at, like at, at the end of the, the day, Nintendo just has terrible net code. Yeah. They're years, years behind. Mm. And it, it, like, it's. Unfortunately, yeah. It's crazy because if they do an upgraded version of the switch which has been rumored for a long long time if they don't fix that Uh, i don't they won't they won't i mean they yeah don't get your hopes up they won't i i'm i'm not getting my hopes up but still if they don't what does that say about future consoles down 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 the road like I know Nintendo usually does their own thing, but yeah, they have kind of been Nintendo has dragged been... kicking and screaming to this whole Nintendo like, has been dragged thing. kicking and screaming since the Wii. Nothing's gonna change. They have no shame. I'll be honest. That kind of makes me want to like not buy their stuff. I want you. Will you really not buy it? That's yeah. what it comes down at the end of the day. I want Zelda. I want yeah. Mario. I'm going yeah, you're not to get there it. for their online. But it's just Who's like... kidding them? Let's not kid ourselves. We're not there for the online. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like they they have games that would be perfect for it. Yeah. And it still just doesn't work. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> 
Uh, moving on to something else that can potentially be very stupid. Uh, A live-action Kingdom Hearts TV show is reportedly in development for Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I'll see that one, Cam. I believe it when I see it. Yeah, I'm taking this one with a grain of salt. But really? Live-action? Why not animated? This would have been perfect Ah, for an animated. We gotta get a realistic Donald Duck. No. Yeah. No. Animation. Yeah. I mean, I think even the story was blown out of proportion. I There was nothing concrete to actually suggest that this is actually a thing. I think I read something somewhere of someone actually talking about it and saying that they were just blowing a statement out of proportion. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's something this won't happen. like that. It won't happen. Reportedly. No, because, Reportedly. I mean, if if they do a live-action Kingdom Hearts game, it does mean that they would have to do live-action live versions of their Disney properties. Yeah. And I doubt Disney would do that. I'm saying animated. You don't need <laughs> they to do won't it. Either. either way, they won't. I don't. But still. Uh, last but not least, Respawn's... Boss Vince Zampella says there are no Titanfall games in the works. An interesting one because this kind of contradicts previous statements. So maybe it implies that the Titanfall game that was hinted at, that was rumored, was Was canceled. Game rumor? There was some stuff that was rumored. That they were working on stuff, but it was nothing concrete. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember anything, any talk about Tentacle 3. Uh, it was a while ago. It was like a year ago or so. Or so. Yeah. On silent since then. I mean, you ha- that being you said. You have to guess. Oh, go on. Sorry. Go, go, go ahead. No, I mean, that you have to guess that they have their hands full with Apex and also with the development of the next. Jedi Fallen Order game. Exactly. However, well, they, they, they also have that... I think they were also working on a VR game, a VR Medal of Honor. Was that Respawn? I think it was. I remember there being a VR Medal of Honor game. I don't remember that being them. Could be wrong, but... um. Also, take this with a grain of salt. Because Apex is so popular, Mm -hmm. they said there's no Titanfall games in development. I'm wondering Mm -hmm. if they try and capitalize off of the popularity of Apex, change the title a bit. Oh, you think that they would not... Instead of doing a Titanfall game, they would do Apex calling or something? Potentially. Because it's become mm. so popular, and that is the one that kind of took off. I mean, mm. Titanfall yeah. 2 was amazing. Um, mm. And a lot of people say that, that it was one of the best first-person shooters of the generation. Yeah. But it still like it didn't do well like it 
Yeah. Kind of got um, cannibalized. Yeah. That, you know, it, it was just... It was released in, in, in between of a sandwich form. of games. Right, exactly. But because, no. because Apex was so popular, maybe they kind of shift... Maybe they kind of shift gears and let's go with the the Apex name. Mm. Yeah, who knows? Maybe they could. Speculation. Yeah, and yeah, you're right. It it is re respawn doing the Medal of Honor game. Yeah, so I'm guessing they have their hands full right now. Indeed. That would mm. make sense. But that about wraps us up for all of that stuff. Ignacio, yep. what are you looking forward to playing this week? Uh, hopefully more HC Origins. I do want to get to newer stuff. I still haven't gotten to a place where I wasn't before. So I'm looking forward to it and looking forward for more story to get to the story that everyone talks about. But yeah. I'm looking forward to that and looking forward to playing more Final Fantasy VII. Cool. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I, will you I finally downloaded. Beat, will you finally beat Res Will you finally beat Resident Evil 7? That is Final my 7 too. goal. Uh, to beat Resident Evil 2. But I also did finally download Shadow of the Colossus. I know I mentioned that last uh, week as yeah. well. I never got to it, so hopefully yeah. this week. Yeah, that's a fun game. Shadow of the Colossus. Stuff. Well, Ignacio, where can they find you on the internet? Well, they can find me on Twitter at Ignacio Rojas B. That's I-G-N-A-C-I-O-R-O-J-S-B. That's my name. You guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. We are at the Whatnots on Twitter. If you guys want to follow us there, updates on all of our podcasts and such. Uh, go like, share, subscribe, do all of that stuff. I think we're at sixty-nine followers <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> nice. <laughs> as nice as that is, let's, <laughs> let's bump that up past 70 can we make that happen follow us on youtube subscribe to our youtube channel because that would be amazing uh but that being said this has been episode 26 oh you know what last thing oh last oh. thing we should say on the podcast uh is that we are looking for a new host oh for the sh show uh, you guys may have noticed that Mick has not been on the sh sh show with us for a long time. Uh, we are hoping mm -hmm. to get him back on the show for like a final thing to so he can say his good goodbyes and and stuff like that. But he had a lot on his plate, uh, so he stepped down from podcasting. Uh, that's kind of why we haven't mentioned things. We were hoping to get him back on here sooner, but it hasn't happened. Uh, so we will let you guys know down the road if and when that happens. But I would love to have some new hosts, some new people join us on this podcast. At least one more person. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you guys are interested, if you are a podcaster, 
uh, and you have experience podcasting um, or are very serious about starting, let us know and we can talk and hopefully we can get you crossplay. Yeah. Uh, but that, I think, finally wraps us up. This has been episode 26 of Crossplay. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.